right, so we're recording now. Are you good? Are you recording over there? No. Do I need to? No. No. Oh yeah. Is yeah, it yeah, recording on your screen? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. once again, welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatic. As <laughs> as you can see here, uh, <laughs> this is Granny with Ma Pop Fishing. I just hit the record button. We have here over here. Hit with the fishing kit YouTube channel. <laughs> nice. So, so anybody who's uh, listening to this on the podcast, uh, uh, we actually have, uh, I guess you can say, upgraded ourselves a little bit here on our visual aspect for, for YouTubers and everything to kind of see um, our backgrounds a little bit nicer. It's not just a stupid wall or in Kit's case, a closet. Yeah. <laughs> So just to give everybody a heads up, we, 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 step, we went up a, a notch, I guess you could yeah. say, that to give the visual aspect a little bit better, right? Yeah, I think if, if you guys normally listen to it, you should check out the, the video for this one. Yeah, check out check out the YouTube. Yeah, check out uh, my pop's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, all the episodes are, are posted up on there, visual wise, video wise. If you guys want to see our um, faces, the the kind of match the voice. So just gotta give a heads up. But uh, this week, I am actually going to be drinking. I'm going to give a shout out to my brother in law, uh, Dan, out there in Denver. He actually uh, we we just took a fishing trip. We I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But he actually um, sent some new beer for me to try out this one is the seasonal by left hand brewing it's a as a beer uh i think it's a long longmount yep longmount colorado and it's a brewery out there left hand pretty big and it i'm drinking the raspberry milk stout that's a lot going on in there that is so i'm gonna find out how this one goes it's seasonal so it's not like it happens all the time so what are you drinking kit i got an exile from uh I think they're just straight up Des Moines, Iowa. Yep, five zero three zero nine. I'm yeah. drinking a Ruthie. Oh, nice! It is a gold lager. Something, something not too, not too difficult. Yeah. So I'm gonna. If, if you guys ever get a chance to get out there to to Colorado, uh, go check out Left Left Hand Brewing Company. The brewery is really nice. We went out there uh, a couple, I want to say two or three years ago. My, we were visiting my in-laws and we went out there, took the kids out there. There's, they have a outdoor facility, which I don't know, actually with COVID, I don't know what, what, what the deal is that was there now, but they, it was so cool because they had so many, they had like cornholes that you can play. You can play like all kinds of games outside. So it's really cool. The brewery is really cool. So, all right, cheers, man. I'm going to try out this, uh, this raspberry milk stout. So, Cheers. And just so everybody knows, it tastes like a raspberry milk stout. <laughs> you can just imagine what a stout tastes like. You can just imagine adding a little raspberry to the flavor. It's actually pretty good. Different. Unique. I think he gave me one of those, too. I think I have one of those. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of flavors in the mouth. It's good. I mean, I, I'm a big stout guy, especially as fall and winter's coming, so... Uh, I, I do drink um, quite a bit of stout as, as the winter days, as it gets colder, obviously. Uh, we were talking uh, offline earlier. I was, I was telling you, you guys got to try this. So anyways, listen to this. Try this out. Get it, get in good stout. I would recommend getting a, if you're in central Iowa or anything, uh, Westo, Coco Stout, or even a Guinness. If you're anywhere, get a good stout and try this for dessert, adult dessert. All right. My wife, <laughs> this is this. I, she swears by it. It's her, this is her favorite. I guess you can say dessert. 
get a nice stout. Heavy stout's probably better, but get a nice stout. Get some homemade vanilla ice cream. When I say homemade, I guess you can go buy it at a store or whatever ice cream, but get the best vanilla ice cream you've ever had or whatever and put a scoop into your stout. And you will be amazed. I, I tried it before once, and it's pretty damn good. It's a it's an adult dessert, and it's like a root. Beer, it's a root beer technically in a sense, but it works, man. I'm telling you, the stout with the vanilla ice cream, it works. So you gotta try it, kid. So I told you about that. You gotta try it next time. Mm, all right, anybody try this one out? If you guys get a chance, seasonal beer, left hand brewery, um, the raspberry milk stout, but. As I was mentioning earlier, we uh, actually just got back from a, oof, well, you were longer than me. I was there only like four days. It was, we, t- we took a, a, a weekend trip. Uh, we met out with actually my in-laws down there from Colorado and it's halfway between in Kansas. And we went down there for a fishing trip. So I was down there about four days. I think you were, how, how many days were you in Kansas for? Uh, I think I got there Wednesday. Yeah, but I went to a different lake before I met you guys up. We, uh, we're just trying, you know, we like to travel a little bit, try some new places. And, and we like the lake that this lake that we went to in Kansas, because, um, it's the, the pressure obviously is not as, as big as here in central Iowa. And also it's just, uh, we love it out there. Cause, uh, we get cabins out there. It's really secluded and, you know, we bring the kids and the family and everything. So they get an opportunity to just run around, but the fishing is phenomenal. Um, if you haven't seen, if you haven't followed us on Instagram or, uh, Facebook or even a, a fishing, you know, our YouTube channel and everything, uh, definitely follow us on Instagram, follow, follow uh, fishing kit. Is it fishing kit 85, right? Yeah, I think so. So at fishing kit 85, follow him on his Instagram, follow, uh, me and the Instagram on, on, on my pop fishing. All, all you need to do is just go at my pop fishing. So look us up and you will see the pictures that we caught of the fish down there. It was very educational for me because uh, I got a chance to try a lot of new things because actually I fished with you the whole weekend, didn't I? I, I yeah, I think you, it was me and you. Like everybody like basically grouped up and we all hit different areas of the lake. But yeah, I think you, you were with me the whole time. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and what he was saying right there, uh, anybody who takes trips with family or a bunch of friends, and I, if, you, if you don't have a boat, it's a little bit different because we were shore fishing. And this is the crazy thing that we caught all our fish, obviously, uh, shore fishing. And you, we pretty much goes to show you don't need a boat to, to catch fish and big fish on top of that. And yeah. I think... I think the biggest thing that helped us was, uh, as Kate was saying, we split up into teams. I, I, I mean, we, we didn't really plan on it, but we, we'd split up into teams of two or three and we just go, you know, we know specific spots to try out to see if it's, you know, hot or not. And what we did, we we call each other up or text each other like, Hey, how are you doing? And if somebody was on, you know, on, on hit for whatever reason, the fish is there, you got on top of a school, then, you know, we can meet up and, and everybody can, you know, join in the fun, I guess you can say. So that, that's a great technique I think we did. I know you tell me, how did you feel about the, the trip? I mean, what, what, what did you think that, that you remember the most? Just, it's just something in the water. Like those fish, for some reason, I feel like they just fight harder down there. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's like the, the, the climate, you know what I mean? It's like five hours away for us. So maybe, you know, is the water just a little bit warmer? I mean... That's probably not it because, you know, we, the water up here will get just as warm during the summer. But, man, those fish, those fish fight hard down there. 
uh, what we were talking about mostly because we caught a lot mostly was white white bass, and I I, I agree with 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 Kit here that because we we catch a lot of white bass here in Iowa, uh, Central Iowa. We there's tons of white bass you can go and and, and catch, uh, but for some reason like like fishing Kit was just saying. Those suckers, they're like they're like a pound, pound and a half. I mean, they're large too. They're very thick. They're very, very thick. Yeah. White I think bass. a lot of them push two pounds. Actually, yeah. they got some. They got some big whites down there. Yeah, and I think we, because every time at the at the beginning, the first day we were there or really fishing, that kid was hitting these these white bass, and he was just like, "Dude, I think I snagged them. I think I snagged a fish. I think." And he said that maybe three or four times. Because they were fighting so hard and they felt like it was, you know, it was a stack, but it was just because the white bass were just fighting that hard. Yeah, it, was, it felt like I tail hooked a, like a carp or tail hooked any fish. That's how hard they were fighting. And, and like you said, I think they were pushing two pounds. I mean, I mean, you guys got to go look at a two pound white bass. That's, that's, it's a pretty large fish. It's a pretty, uh, and I think they, you know, honestly, I think pound for pound, they're, they can hang with any fish up there uh, in regards to fight wise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they were like we didn't weigh any fish, but I think a lot of them were in that two pound range. And I, I actually, we didn't catch any wipers until the last day. We actually stayed longer than we should have, um, but then we we finally got into some wipers, and the wipers were good. I mean, they're like almost they're pushing almost five pounds, and then they're a little bit over four and a half pounds. Uh, we caught like three of them. At yeah, the end. yeah, and and they they fight like wipers. You you know when you catch a five four to five pound wiper you you know you got a wiper it just literally digs digs and uh, it pulls and pulls you know all kinds of drag on that so that was fun what would you say was a turning point because okay so if people are listening because every morning fishing kid and i went out we struggled i don't know if it was the whatever the case was you know we went out every morning and we struggled every morning it our bite we didn't start picking up till maybe 10 or 11 a.m. What do you think the cause could be? Or what do you, I mean, or is just us bad luck or what? What do you think? Well, I think it had a, has a lot to do with the bait fish because, you know, every time I try to get bait, I was saying it's hard to get shad in the mornings because mm. I think the shad, just they must push out like deeper mm-hmm. um, overnight. And then the mornings, you know, they wait until things warm up. Because every time I tried to get shad in the morning, I could not find any shad. And we also did not catch very many fish in the morning. But once things warmed up to like 10, 11, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, I'd say most days is like around 11, yeah. 10 to 11 o'clock. That's when we started hitting fish. And then I'd see more bait fish. And then that's when I start seeing shad and stuff pop up. We got yelled at or I got yelled at. You know, we're, we're supposed to be back for lunch. But then, like Kate would just say, we we were out there all morning like, what the heck is going on? I can't catch it. And then all of a sudden, the bite picks up and like, oh, lunchtime. I'm like, oh, shit. But, you know, yeah. when, the bite, when the bite's on, when <laughs> everybody knows, everybody listening to this or watching it definitely knows. Yeah, three more casts. Three more casts ends up being 45 minutes. We all know that. We all been there, and it happened to us every single day. And Yeah, it's like, do we leave? Do we leave to go eat lunch while the fish are starting to bite? Yeah. That was a that was a that was a contention we had to deal with. We we literally <laughs> had that conversation. Do we, <laughs> we haven't had a bite like this in a while? Do we leave to go eat? Yeah. And and we we stayed an extra forty five minutes. You know it it it's okay. I, I got a little little butt chewing uh from from the boss, but you know it's, it's it okay. is. But she saw we brought we brought dinner that day. Mm. So 
in a way, you know, it, it, it matches. So, uh, but also what I learned from this trip a lot, I think, uh, was what to you use in regards to lure wise. Cause I, I normally don't fish with spoons or cast masters really um, open water wise that is. And I think kit definitely sold me on it. I, I'll tell you this for sure, because I, I believe every fish I caught this trip was off of a spoon cast master spoon. So, and I was definitely reluctant a little bit at the beginning until I saw obviously fishing kit was just slamming them. I think it was at the causeway. <laughs> yeah. The and, causeway. Yeah. And I was like, all right, dang it. Uh, and then I gave into it and then I almost wanted to give up because I was struggling too at the beginning. You saw me with, when I was using the, the spoon for a while, I couldn't, I was literally next to you, literally using the same lure, casting it same spot, but I couldn't catch, but, and I just didn't give up. So that was the one thing. Cause I think we had a, I think a, a episode or two ago talking about, if you don't have confidence in it, sometimes you give up a little bit too quickly. So, mm-hmm. but I, and, you know, luckily I had you and fishing kit, <laughs> Uh, with me because I saw him catch with it. So then I, obviously it worked. So I, I I didn't give up on it. And then it ended up being the moneymaker for me all weekend, you know? And I think it's one of those things, try something new and don't give up on it too soon. I think that was the the one thing that I learned for sure. Yeah. That the first night we were using jigs because I don't don't really throw spoons at night Mm -hmm. because it's more of a, Spoons are more of like a flash, like a sight, a sight, like a reactionary bite. Yeah. After that, after that first night, it was spoons all the way. Yeah. Try jigs, try jigs again here and there, but I don't know. Spoons are easy. You just throw it, cast, or you just cast it in real. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really use any plastics but the thing was uh my brother-in-laws and uh, and my friend they were all using plastic so don't get me wrong plastics was working because they were smacking yeah. them too so it, it it wasn't just like you know all use spoons and cassie's only no they were using that and they were smacking them just as much as us if not a little bit more i think uh the crazy thing is like i said it's just it almost didn't matter as long as you if you were where the fish were at and if you threw something in like like fishing kid always says you throw something that mimics what they normally eat you're gonna catch they're gonna they're gonna bite because match the hatch yeah and our our friends and um my families were were using stuff that that mimic literally shad little shad and those plastics or whatever and obviously they were catching i think and as fishing kid was saying we were using spoons that flashes like little shad you know when swimming around so i think definitely worked so it was cool it was super fun and i i'm so glad that you know we got an opportunity to to get a lot of fishing in but you know it was good uh getting family time in but the cool thing was fishing kit this is the thing he's i'm gonna hold him to this he almost didn't bring his catfish pole one night one day actually the whole trip and my nephew bugged the crap out of fishing kit like I want to use your catfish pole. Cause we all, we, we took our catfish pole, but we just, for some reason, we just like, ah, we're so busy trying to catch the whites, wipers, crappies, whatever. And we're like, ah, we're not going to catfish. I think it was the second to the last night, right? Yeah. It was the second to the last night. Um, actually, well, it was the last night. I'm sorry. It's the last night. It, it, it was, was the last, last night. night. So my nephew bugged fishing kit enough to like, damn it. All right. I'll just take one pole out. 
So he takes yeah. one pot and this is a crazy thing. So we're fishing and we were, we were catching uh white bass and all of a sudden fishing kids like, all right, I'll cut up a piece of bait. He was, I'm telling you guys, you guys had to see him. He was not <laughs> like, whatever, you know, he was just like, probably not going to catch catfish, whatever. It was, I'll, I'll do this just for your nephew type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. so he cut up the, uh, a white bass, a small little white bass and chucks it out. And I, I kid you not. I want to say within less than 20 minutes. I think it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. It might've been like yeah. 10 minutes. You, it got bit and it got bit hard. And to see my little nephew to real, dude, this was his first huge catfish. And this is huge, by the way, everybody. Yeah. So this is a huge catfish. Yeah, it was the biggest channel cat that I've ever seen in person. So it was 33, 34 inches. I thought it was a blue catfish at first. So everybody knows we, we released it. We were arguing like, ah, that's not channel. That's a blue. But you know what? When, when in doubt, it's okay to release the fish. Yeah. So we were in doubt. And like, like, like fishing kids said, we, we weren't sure. Because I think, what's the limit there for, for the blues, do you know? 36 inches. That's a big fish. That's See, they're trying, to, they're trying to establish a, uh, uh, like, you know, a healthy population. That's why the limit's so high. Mm-hmm. But if you're not sure what a fish is, you should throw it back. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't risk. Yeah. Don't risk getting caught by DNR um, or getting a fine and penalty because you kept the fish that was literally three inch lower than the limit. And you, just because you weren't a hundred percent on the species. So yeah, it's, it's up to you to, to be able to ID a fish. And you know, if you can't, you can't tell the DNR like, Oh, I didn't know. It's like, well, here's your ticket. Now, you know, yep, exactly. That's exactly what would happen. They go, you didn't know, but now you will know. So yeah, it's one of those things I, I highly recommend. If, if you're not a hundred percent sure, just release it. Worst case scenario, you can catch a, that fish next year and it'll be two or three inches bigger. Got to think of it yeah. that way in, in a sense because – and then you don't get a fine or get in trouble because that would, that would ruin your trip. You know what I'm saying? Because if we would have kept that, let's just say for whatever reason, even though it was a channel, if it was a blue, let's say DNR came, checked it, nope, you get a penalty, you know, a fine or whatever, that would ruin your trip, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, we already had plenty of fish to, to eat. There was no need to be greedy or anything like that. Um, but there was no, it was fun just to see, uh, I don't know. Do you have a picture of it at all by chance that you, you can show right the, the, there, right yeah. oh, it's, oh, it's kind of a bad picture. Yeah. But. You're moving the wrong way, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. but so, it's so, backwards. <laughs> there you go. So we actually, yeah, there you go. Fishing kids showing that. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, it, it was enormous. I mean, cause my little nephew, he's probably barely five, five foot. If no, he's not five foot. Is he? He's probably way short. He's shorter than that. I think four foot something, but he's probably like four ten or something. Yeah. So you can tell when he lifted up, it was literally half his body. I mean, it, it, it was huge. And yeah, um, it was like up to his like chest. Yeah. From the ground. This is the thing. And I love what kid did. You know what? He didn't really even want to take his catfish pole, but he took it out. But to see the smile on my nephew's face and then to see him, oh, now I understand why you fish for catfish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me tell them the little story. <laughs> so this guy, you know, he watches my YouTube videos. And I, I've been doing a lot of catfish, catfish, catfishing videos. And he's like, man, all you do is catch catfish. I'm tired of catfish. It's boring. And, you know, he, he, he doesn't understand the, the allure of catfish. And then, uh, so, you know, he kept bugging me on how, on how to use my catfish rigs. So earlier in the day, I just, you know, tied a sinker on, have had him and his cousin, 
you know, just practice throwing it around and stuff. When he finally talked me into uh, throwing out a cat line out, you know, he's like bugging me. And I'm like, you know, I'm just trying to catch white bass, you know, just moving around, trying to catch white bass and stuff. And then I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll bring out a catfish rod. So I, I walk him through it, how to, you know, what the bait clicker was and how to use a circle hook. Mm-hmm. So I was just explaining to him, you know, when the, when a fish bites it, you know, this thing is called a bait clicker. It's going to pull the line out. And all you got to do is pick it up and just start reeling. Like, don't jerk it like you do with a normal fish. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, so I run over there and like he's running over there. And then I was like, all right, all right, Hudson, all you got to do, remember, just pick it up and start reeling. Just start reeling. And then don't, he just listened to me and then the fish was on. And then like, you see, like he was like hanging on for dear life and yeah. it was about to pull him in the water. So I go over there, I'm, I'm holding the rod up for him while he reels. And then I could tell like, this was a huge fish. And like, I wasn't sure. I was like, man, I wonder if this, like, this can't be a regular channel cat. I was thinking maybe it was a blue cat or like maybe a big flathead, mm-hmm. maybe a striper because they are they used to stock them in there i don't think they stock them in there anymore but you never know and then when that thing came on shore i was like oh, I was like, oh my god like I, I thought it was a blue that's how big it was it was um hey, 38 like i say anyway go look at a 33 inch fish man i don't care what kind of fish it is go look at 33 inches it's a monster and then yeah. to, see, to see that channel wise like you said i don't think i've ever seen anything like that that size at all yeah, that was a that was a master angler for kansas nice i think it's, it's master angler here too uh, 30 it? inch yep it's master angler here but ours yeah. is only 30 inches there's but down there it's 33 oh so perfect oh man yeah. we should not have no, we, we oh, didn't take we good s- pictures we didn't yeah. take good pictures so they can't submit it you don't think you gotta like take pictures with measure with the measuring tape and all that stuff oh we should have done that we didn't even yeah. think about it. we're but, too excited so yeah. just so everybody knows this was the moment we had maybe about eight nine of us there and we're just fishing at night right right a little bit after dawn has set and you know just having all that we we probably had like five six kids with us and you can just imagine that the chaos that was happening when somebody reels in a 33 inch, you know, catfish that we've never seen that size. So it, we were, we were a little excited too much to, to, to measure it out, to take pictures like that. So is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, man, we had a good trip. Uh, well, we can talk a little bit more about it. Uh, and then, um, We'll end this episode here, and then next week, maybe we'll do a little bit more. I may, I may have a little bit more beer left if you want to drink a little bit more, Kit, and we can do another episode. Uh, and then after that, just get, give everybody's little, I guess, foreshadowing. We're, we're going to have some guests join us here in the next couple of weeks. So hopefully uh, you guys will stay tuned to that, all right? So other than that, man, cheers, brother. Cheers. Cheers.